0: That one turned out good, but like you know, you you, are, you have the ability to like print anything on any product. Suddenly, the world's your oyster.
1: Yeah, I mean, <laughs> the only thing like copyright infringement is rough. Most things you don't really have to worry about it, but like, I want to do what Luigi stuff. You can't mm-hmm. really Nintendo. I do have to yeah, go
0: around. um They get pretty mad. Stuff. Yeah. So like, that's what yes, I do is I'll like make a brand logo that's like sorta like the brand. Or if it's like a picture of a car, I'll just, you know, blank out the brand logo. Right. Um,
1: (laughs) Well, like if I wanted to put one of my all-timer memes on there, I could just go old school Kohl's sarcasm shirt and no image at all. And just a a black T-shirt with like scratchy white text that says, I know you're high at work. It's chill. I won't tell anyone. I'm just giving (laughs) you a heads up that it's visible.
0: (laughs) (laughs) See, that's a, that would be a great shirt. I think
1: Nintendo can't come
2: after you for that one. I guess you could also do something like, uh, you know, Halloween costumes just give something like a a generic sounding name. Yeah. You're like, this isn't Waluigi. This is mischievous tall man with a mustache. (laughs)
0: Yeah. mischievous tall man. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Oh man <laughs> Uh evil mustache man and the evil has like a question mark after it. And it's like <laughs>
0: Ophish <laughs> ofish Italian plumber and Ofish Italian plumber brother. Oafish <laughs> Italian plumber evil version Oafish Italian pl- Italian plumber tall brother evil version with and mustache.
1: Non-denominational yeah. lizard king. Can't forget the baddies. <laughs> a real a real ecumenical kind of lizard king you know it doesn't matter <laughs> very, you could be you could be orthodox you could be a baptist it doesn't matter like <laughs> very protestant
2: kind of lizard king yeah.
1: bowser nailing however many fucking th- 420 theses to the um the <laughs> door of like i guess that's the problem is there's no bigger bad in the mario universe like every time there is one yeah bowser's like the one who always comes back though like mm-hmm. in the paper mario about the games the folly were, of like, man
0: What about what if like what if the real big bad (laughs) in the Mario universe is really man's hubris against technology?
2: (laughs) That's more the point of Kirby than Mario. (laughs) You're
1: Uh, saying Mario isn't so much a a man versus man or or man versus the world. It's really more of like a man versus existence type of Mm. game. Mm -hmm. Which to me, like Kirby, I I like for man versus technology. But to me, man versus existence, you got to go old school. You got to go Soviet. You got to go Tetris.
3: Mm. <laughs> like, that's
1: the real brain breaker. That's the real existential crisis game.
2: Tetris is one of the purest forms of video game. Like, the purest, it's just a diamond of video game experience. There's, mm-hmm. no, there's no story. There's no metaphor. There's no artifice. It's just put blocks together, and eventually they pile up too much. And then you, you don't even die. You just lose and have to retry.
1: It's it's so true, too. Like, it's so heavily distilled. Tetris, there's nothing in there that isn't doing something that d- is demanded by the, the game itself. Like, is there are there any other games that are like that? Like, Snake, where you eat the apples and you get longer? Maybe? Yeah,
2: maybe Snake. I think it's just like, that's like a similarly, like, minimal pattern. Even Snake is like, has a little abstraction, though, because you're like, mm-hmm. I'm a snake eating stuff. Tetris, what? it's like, are you the blocks? Are you God controlling the blocks?
1: <laughs> I guess that's true. Like, even in Minesweeper, there's, like, implied storyline. Like, you're trying to avoid mines. Like, yeah. in Tetris, it's just like, are walls good or bad? Nobody knows.
2: Like, <laughs> <laughs> Get them out of here, but they keep piling up.
1: Yeah. Just it, <laughs> down here at, at Crazy Cossacks Discount Wall Surplus Store, have we got deals for you? <laughs> <laughs> We got em, we got 1 1 row blocks. We got 2 rows of blocks. We even got 3 and 4 rows of blocks. That 4 row that's called a tetris. <laughs>
2: <laughs> we have many walls. Sometimes wall disappear. No problem. Is new wall.
1: Do you have disappearing wall? Come on down to Crazy cowsacks.
2: <laughs> <laughs> new wall for cheap.
0: <laughs> reminds, reminds me of the uh, reminds me of old SNL when they used to have like back in the day before SNL became like uh, regime propaganda, they used to just do like a bit where it would just be guy with mustache and accent runs a business. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. yeah and that's the whole bit and, and it would kill it would kill it would be so fucking funny well i mean you that's could never like, do that's, that these days
1: no because the internet exists and it's no longer like groundbreaking to be like what if chris farley was italian <laughs> 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 you know what if what it's if Habilushi was greek like it's they are greek i think it doesn't matter uh, <laughs>
2: <laughs> what if they were more greek <laughs>
1: yeah <laughs> And now it's just like, what if Elon Musk was funny? And it's yeah. like, well, you can't. There's no play acting that one, I'm afraid. Yeah. <laughs>
2: can't put lipstick on a pig.
1: <laughs> you can, but then you'll just have a pig with lipstick yeah. on
2: it. <laughs> you'll have Elon Musk in a Wario costume, and you're like, oh, no. Oh, this is awful. I'd rather have the pig, honestly.
1: Honestly, I'd rather just look at the the scotch-taped uh picture of waluigi i printed out and stuck on the inside of my three ring binder (laughs) four (laughs) or five years ago that i keep with me in case i ever have a funny idea
2: (laughs) you just write the idea on the picture of waluigi yeah well
3: every page
1: every page you know it's like it's like stylized paper so the background is waluigi and he's like he's holding a rose out to me as if he's saying like john i know this is gonna be a banger you
2: know (laughs) (laughs) you got more memes inside you i can feel it I mean, that's the thing.
1: Sometimes I feel like I gotta shake them out. There, there was a time, once upon a time, when I would just, I, I wouldn't even want to make memes, and I would mm. come up with ideas, and I'd be like, I gotta get my phone out. This has to, the internet has to see this. And, <laughs> and now it's, it's really slowed down. I'm in one of those parts of the Mississippi River where it's just barely a trickle right now, but I can see, I can see in front of me a, a, a vast flowing reservoir do reservoirs flow a vast flowing river <laughs> <laughs> uh, i think of they meme just sit there, yeah yeah well you know it's like the feeling of like uh history being real right like when history feels real you can meme it up and when history mm. feels fake it doesn't even feel worth commenting on
2: you know i can vibe with that yeah it feels like lately just we're in this like weird stagnant zone where like they're just we're just like repeating old things repeating old attempts at regime change mm-hmm. the red is back climate change is just like a never-ending cycle
0: uh, red scare mm-hmm. never went away to be fair
3: Red
2: Scare ain't going away. (laughs) 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 A
1: communist account that just tweets that every day, Uh, Charlie Daniels, but communist, and it just every
2: day it tweets the Red
1: Scare ain't going away.
2: (laughs) (laughs) See, there's a meme. Your brain just made a meme up right there. There we go. That's I mean, mean, that's like a novelty account counts as a meme, but it's like something. It's kind of a meme.
1: Yeah, set it up like a bot, maybe. I mean, that's the other thing is like all my ideas. I'm an ideas guy now. I used to have like shitty little ideas that I could crank out on my phone, and now I have ideas where I'm like, "What about a tweet that brushes your teeth?" Um,
2: (laughs) (laughs) You could just find one of his tweets, like a screenshot of it, and then like erase. uh, What what did he actually say? Benghazi and write in red scare, and then you'd get ninety percent of the way there. You'd be you could you could write like. I'm at, I, I imagined this as a bot, but this was easier to do while taking a shit.
1: Yeah. And then if I really want to complete the bit, I have to fucking die like Charlie Daniels. Yeah. Mouth, <laughs> got his ass. So uh,
0: that, that's really how you do it. If you want to be remembered for something, you have to die. right? Yeah. Like, uh, uh, like nobody remembers who, um, uh, nobody really remembers who did 9-11, right? So you like, can't
1: even think of one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah. well actually no we do we do remember who did 9-11 it was the, the, uh, 19 saudi hijackers fund armed and funded by the us and saudi arabia george w bush was involved you know what i'm i'm proving my own point <laughs> yeah because well, they died know, like, i don't want to be remembered because i
1: died i want someone to be like man john lived a long full life and someone else to be like who literally <laughs> who That will mean I have succeeded.
0: (laughs) So you don't want to be remembered when you die. No, you don't want people going back and being like, if I listen to my podcast, it's like if I listen to his podcast, it's like he's still here. No, yeah, no. I want, I want to
1: be uh, once, once I'm gone. I, I, mean, I don't know. I, I want there. I want to have improved the world, but mm-hmm. I don't want anybody to know that I did it. I want to be a sneaky one,
0: you know. You mm-hmm. want I want to, be to get behind in the scenes, pulling the string, like a sort of yeah. twisted puppet master.
1: Yeah, just or, sneaking or, or
2: around, like, leaving milk and cookies, but no one quite knows who did it.
1: Or maybe like a '90s. I'm thinking more like '90s hacker mode, where you got your hood up, you got your sunglasses on, you're like, I hacked the mainframe and I gave everyone a billion kajillion dollars, and then you die anonymously. Boom. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's just a cold case forever. They're like, who saved the world? Nobody knows. <laughs> you think it might have been Elon Musk. And then I have to come back from the dead for them
2: saying <laughs> Whoop all their asses. I cannot stress enough that it was not Elon Musk. <laughs>
1: yeah. All right. Peace out. Just die again. Um, well, speaking of leaving a lasting impression on the world, welcome to BP Bledis, everybody. This is your checks Notes. This is your main episode for the week. Mm-hmm. So thanks for nothing. I'm just kidding. We're so happy to have you here. Uh <laughs> And you mentioned regime change a second ago, Todd. Let's talk about that. I'm later. always mentioning
0: regime change. <laughs> this man happening. won't
1: shut up about it. Like It's like that meme where the guy's in the corner and he's like, they don't know. The U.S. is attempting another regime change. And all the guys dancing are like, is that guy going to talk to us about Iran?
0: that's that's me I'm the guy in the corner Uh, that's me in the corner (laughs) talking about regime change
2: (laughs) I like that that's the newest variation of that meme or at least the one I've been seeing more is because like I mean it used to just be like the meme was a guy at a party who's shy and then it became like Mm -hmm. a guy who knows something other people don't at the party and now it's the, like the, the guy... introverts
0: wouldn't stop, wouldn't shut up about being introverts. <laughs> if
2: you're so introverted, why are you posting
1: on the Internet? Go read a it... book, idiot. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's not intranetvert. But yeah, now it's like Got a guy him. who knows something and everyone else is like, yeah, we know that too. You tell you tell us all the time. Yeah.
1: <laughs> you literally won't fucking shut up about it. Well, the new thing to not literally to literally not fucking shut up about is that the White House is now engaging in talks with who else? Uh, SNL Wario himself, Elon <laughs> Musk, about the possibility of setting up SpaceX satellite internet service. Uh which is called Starlink, inside of Iran, which is Mm -hmm. uh, coming to us, according to multiple officials familiar with the discussions via CNN. And these conversations, which had not been previously reported, are coming as the Biden administration is searching for ways to support this Iranian protest movement, which we talked about previously, and which, like many different things that pop off inside of U.S. enemy countries, uh, very well may be legitimate. I have no fucking idea. But you can bet your Sweet motherfucking asshole! That if the U.S. sees this as an opportunity to destabilize or potentially execute regime change in a country that they're not friendly to, uh, they don't—they literally don't fucking care if it's real or not. They don't care. They're, if if you buy even for one second that the United States is doing this stuff in order to get justice for somebody who was wronged in Iran, you're a fucking idiot. Mm-hmm. Um, and so you have a quote here. Uh, from a senior administration official who says, quote, we have our foot on the gas to do everything we possibly can to support the aspirations of the Iranian people. That is our policy, period. At the same time, it is truly an Iranian movement led by young girls and spreading to other aspects of society. And we do not want to in any way eclipse their movement. And I got to tell you, if there's a bunch of young girls doing something and you don't want to eclipse them, a great thing to do is get Elon Musk involved.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, this is a very, it's one of the most self-contradictory statements i've seen where they're like uh, we have our foot on the gas to do everything but also at the same time we don't want to do too much and it's like so are you doing everything or are you doing a little bit right
0: well
1: and it's
2: like
0: there's one thing that we know about uh, the u.s state apparatus it's that it does indeed care when little girls are being abused that's why they prevented the things that were happening on Epstein's island and went after his clients and those providing him funding thanks to the ample amount of evidence that the probe on Epstein and Ghislaine Maxwell discovered. Yeah, right? well, and I mean, right? as, as, long, <laughs> and
1: as long as we're identifying long-standing patterns of behavior, it's important to note that the only time the U.S. government has ever previously asked Elon Musk to bring Starlink to somewhere is Ukraine. So... You know, uh, I think it's starting to be a pretty good indication of where the United States wants to get involved in a land
2: war. (laughs) Is where they have Elon Musk go scout out some internet service. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. That's got to be the most uh, fucking uh, annoying uh, expansion of Call of Duty. It's like the one where Elon Musk shows up and he's like, hey, I'm here to give you internet. Now you can uh, more more easily find locations to bomb using Starlink. (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> yeah. And that's the other funny thing, too. So getting the internet access into Iran, does that just mean positioning satellites above it and then like coordinating them to beam the service in? Or do you have to have some poor underpaid SpaceX, like surveyors go out into the streets of Iran with their little like rolly stick on a wheel and their little tripod <laughs> with a <the> laser? <laughs> and like, are they going to have to do that shit? Or, or is it just like? I don't really understand the technology here very well. I'm afraid the whole the whole satellite internet thing to me, uh, as a as someone who was a teenager in the 2000s, just means that anytime you want to load a web page, it takes an extra 20 seconds, and then after those 20 seconds, it's <laughs> lightning fast.
2: It's good. It, it does say that it involved having terminals on the ground. Currently, SpaceX has uh, three three thousand satellites around Ukraine and twenty thousand terminals on the ground. So it's okay. like, it seems like it would involve a heavy like physical presence of SpaceX or, you know, the U.S. military, if they're going to bring it in. Mm -hmm. They're not just going to, like, send a grunt from SpaceX. So, yeah, it's not just, like, sending a satellite. It's, like, directly getting involved.
0: You tell me that that expensive-ass space military telecommunications hardware is just up there in space, unguarded for space pirates to just seize it? (laughs) You're telling me I there,
2: just... It's yours. (laughs) On an unrelated note, I need $10
0: million.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Todd's gonna go up into the exosphere on a hang glider with a breathing tube and just take pot shots at the <laughs> at the SpaceX satellites with an old Mosin Nagant.
3: <laughs> yeah, well, if
0: whatever doesn't burn up in the atmosphere, you could you know, you could build mm-hmm. a gaming rig out of that shit. Trying to shoot a gun at
1: <laughs> a satellite, but the air is too thin to ignite the gunpowder. You're like, what the fuck is
2: happening? <laughs> <laughs> doing calculations on the back of a napkin, and you're like, all right, if this is correct, this should land right outside my house. If I'm wrong, it'll <laughs> land on my house, so I better make sure I did it right.
1: Well, speaking of doing location calculations, where the fuck are they going to put these terminals in Iran? Like oh, you had-
0: also, uh, just just it- before we move on, uh, I want to—just because we believe in science here on this podcast, <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. what you said is wrong, John, um, because Uh Uh, black powder gunpowder they contain oxygen like the chemical Mm, composite so the oxygen needed for combustion is contained in the chemical makeup of the powder so you can fire a gun and you can and should fire a gun in space because it would be very cool all
1: Mm -hmm. right well thank you for the correction you know i i I try to be as well informed as i can (laughs) but i'm not a chemist I'm an audio your weekly, engineer. Uh,
0: we believe in science segment <laughs> and <laughs> an economist. So That's right, please, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you Celebrate are a political even. theorist. I think yeah. you can add that to your resume.
1: Oh, it's, there's a lot of things on there. I mean, I'm a pundit. You're a pundit. I'm a clean yeah. pundit. Uh, talking head. I,
0: I I use the word journalist loosely. No, you uh, don't want to be a journal. You don't. You don't claim that identity. No, you call your,
1: you call yourself a journo, and then all you do is post on a Substack. You never publish.
0: You know what's so <laughs> fucking funny is the people who like identify as specifically like a wonk like they put Ugh. like verbatim the word wonk in their twitter bio that's a special kind of that is a special kind of sicko freak creep
1: yeah it's like <laughs> what are you doing are you walking around with a fucking
2: visor with a square of paper
1: <laughs> sticking out of it yeah.
2: <laughs> what are you are you wonking off about all this <laughs> yeah. shit you, you wonking you getting your rocks off you fucking pervert you got oh, a transatlantic accent
0: over there <laughs> you're having a wonk mate <laughs> <laughs>
2: Oh, like, bruv, are you having a fucking wonk? <laughs> you having a fucking wonk. <laughs> it really I is the most diseased way to the the like. <laughs> <ass>. <laughs> you you look at like a pot like a complex system of of power and privilege and oppression, and you're like, ooh, the thing that excites me about this is uh, learning the arcane rules. It's like, why are you treating this like it's Dungeons and Dragons? This is real fucking life. Don't no, be a I mean, nerd that's, about it.
1: that's it. Though people get technician brain, and then I think they also like. People have been lied to and have been told that like the American political system is like the one true and good political system and the inheritor of Rome for all that's (laughs) fucking worth. So it's like they they get this idea that it's like, okay, there's a game and I just need to get really good at the rules and I can rules lawyer people. And that like because that's all that's all wonks are is their rules lawyers and Mm -hmm. statisticians. Those are the two flavors of wonk. That's Somebody right. who's like, you can't technically do that, or this senator can technically do this or somebody who's just like Nate Silver and is like, I think that according to an algorithm I pooped out this morning, that Joe Biden has a 46.2.6 chance to win the presidency. And those are the only two <laughs> kinds of wonks. There's a mysterious third kind, but we'll never... They're, it's are like dark matter. They can't be observed directly.
3: Yeah, yeah. they're them. just
2: like hanging out inside caves like divining truths about the Senate, <laughs> but they, they're too complicated to share with us mortals. The Gnostic wonks. Yeah, but they're mute. They can't speak. That's the great right. curse of their kind. Yeah, They're, they're <laughs> discovering things internally. They're navigating the cosmos through their wonk brain but they can't share it with us
1: yeah infinite cosmic power itty bitty living space uh <laughs> to quote a uh, famous philosophical tome called al Uh <laughs> um oh yeah but my question remains where are they going to put these fucking uh receiver things in iran for the internet are they going to give them to the protesters so like is it, are there going to be some protesters who are like yes we're fighting our lives here, and the best way to empower each other is to carry Elon's internet box around <laughs> and make sure it gets power. It's just like you know no no shade to people who you know, as far as I know are, are probably fighting for a perfectly just cause. It's just <clears throat> there's a really sickening aspect to it when like the rot of the, the u s State Department starts to get introduced to a situation. It's just like really fucking skeeves me out
2: yeah. No, yeah, it, it's, it's probably very like a hundred because... things they could use more than like a weird, like overly large beige terminal mm-hmm. that's running on a shitty battery <laughs> that's going to explode <laughs> or leak battery acid in their house or something.
0: Right. No, it's, it's tough to talk about it with like uh, brainwash libs because like Iran is the new current thing. So like, mm-hmm. uh, but, the, but the thing is every single time, because we've experienced a rapid uh, series of current things, like it was Ukraine, now it's Iran. Um, like, and And, I I I think quite a bit
1: of China in the, in the space of China is always Mm
0: a, a current thing, right? So
1: is Iran kind of, but
0: there's a diminishing returns thing, right? Because Mm -hmm. not every, cause you know, as the thing changes, they, they lose some people like people are like, Oh, this is the thing I'm supposed to care about. Now people start, start to lose interest. I'm gonna go watch House of the
1: Dragon instead of caring about Iran, which is
0: (laughs) so much. I would much rather do that. Okay, sorry, but you know, let them sort it out. Let's not fucking get involved. That's really the only correct take you can have, right? Like, uh, because no matter what, if you think like, oh well, you know, somebody should do something about that. The only somebody with the resources and the only somebody who you know will will be allowed to do anything from the United States is somebody in the State Department. So you know, it's like it's it's difficult to talk about. And it's especially difficult to explain any of that to brainwashed libs who have now, you know, changed their Ukraine Facebook profile picture frame to an Iran one.
1: Yeah, it was just weird because it's like all the same libs who spent the Iraq and Afghanistan years being like we're not the world's police. We don't need to get involved in other countries' affairs as if they exist within our own borders. And then like the Ukraine thing happens, and they're all like, "Putin is a madman." NATO, enter the fray now. Like it's,
2: it's such <laughs> He's gonna a nuke us reversal. if you don't assassinate him. Please do it. Oh my
1: god, I'm so fucking tired of hearing about nukes. Like even even if everything everybody's ever said about Putin is true, even if every allegation is true. Sure. He's a madman. Absolutely. Whatever. Fine. Is he that dumb? Is he that fucking stupid that he would destroy his own country to, to get petty vengeance on the United States? Are you fucking kidding me? It's just not possible. It's not within the realm of real possibility. I would sooner believe that some, some idiot nuclear controller fell asleep and his head landed on the launch button. That I would believe. But, like, <laughs> world leaders initiating a nuclear war, maybe the U.S., nobody else.
0: Well, we're the only people who have a proven track record of doing so.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And a we proven genocidal, maniacal drive to uh, annihilate whole countries. And, a, and and if you
0: thought the last time around was rough, a ruler who has even more chunks of his brain missing.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, and, I mean, moving on from our more overt Coup's, uh, which usually take place uh, much further from home, mm-hmm. and so that we can kind of gin up public public support, and then we can have like a publicly supported, open kind of uh, embattlement or war or whatever. We do soft wars now, but you know, it's the same thing. But instead of that, when it's in our backyard, when it's in the Caribbean, when it's in Central or South America, South America, in the case of Peru, we do it much more quietly. And uh, we've been hearing the first stirrings of some you know i'm just gonna say u.s backed i don't know but like if i'm wrong i'll eat my fucking shoes (laughs) uh uh, coup attempts in peru where they have recently relatively recently elected pedro castillo who was the socialist you know not full-on communist or anything but still pretty damn cool uh leader of the country that they just recently elected and he's been saying that Uh, He sought the OAS's help to foster a national dialogue in a bid to prevent, quote, a serious alteration of the democratic order in Peru. So in a resolution passed after a meeting in Washington, D.C. on Thursday afternoon, the OAS, the Organization of American States Permanent Council, expressed solidarity and support for Peru's government, as well as for the preservation of the democratic political institutional process, a bunch of pablum that doesn't really mean anything. Uh, they also called on all political actors in Peru to show, quote, respect for the rule of law and said that it would appoint a group OAS member state representative um, appoint a group OAS member state representative, yeah, to travel My God, to My God, is the that situation. Juan Guaido's music?
3: Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I know. So apparently he's been saying that um, they're facing a crisis against democracy and he... Uh, He said, I I can't find where in here that he says exactly which kind of uh, international officials are uh, gearing up to uh, attempt a coup. But it also comes from the, I believe, uh, attorney general of Peru, who is still with the old conservative party. Yeah. So um, the attorney general is charging him with influence peddling, obstruction of justice, and directing a criminal organization. And uh, Pedro Castillo, for his part, uh, came out on Twitter just the other day and immediately said, I'm completely innocent. This is a coup attempt against me. And I got to say, since he's socialist, I literally just believe him instantly.
2: <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's, I think, more evidence. I was just Googling it to see, like, because this article is seems more, like, pro-Castillo. I was just like, if you <laughs> look this up, like, just look him up, what comes up. And one of the top articles is an economist headline. Peru has an incompetent president and a discredited Congress. Uh, It doesn't let you read the whole thing if you don't pay for it. But their point is basically like, he's done almost nothing. He's uh, has no experience because whatever that means. Uh, He is just a union leader. Uh, He's gone through a bunch of ministers. Uh, Yeah, he's bad. And so I definitely like if you want one newspaper to uh, set you up for a coup, you uh, use The Economist.
0: No, I mean, The Economist is is one hundred percent regime propaganda. But beyond that, it's you know, it's global elite regime propaganda. They get they get their shit from uh, multiple streams, if you know what I mean.
2: Yeah, yeah. Only yeah, I mean, only the high octane uh, regime change. <laughs> yeah, it, it's so damning
1: when The Economist writes something like that too, because it's like uh, read Lenin. Anything The Economist says, the opposite is true. (laughs) They speak for British millionaires. So like, yeah, they're going to call Pedro Castillo corrupt. They're going to say he's in charge of a criminal organization. Like, It's the same thing they're always doing to union leaders. They're like, that's a mafia. And it's like, no. (laughs) The mafia was involved with some unions at one time. And then one of the worst things that happened to the unions is that the mafia decided it would be more profitable to back the business owners.
3: Mm.
1: (laughs) And it's like... So don't call socialists
0: the mafia. You fucking psycho! <laughs> like, wait, are are you saying the mafia isn't cool because they back small business owners?
1: The mafia is not cool because they back small business owners. They're cool because they do wanton violence. That's, that's what makes that's them cool. That's
2: correct. Mm-hmm. Yes. And they the, sometimes eat really delicious pasta and you know drink a lot of wine and stuff. That's cool. Yeah. That's a and good they move. say
1: funny things. They crack wise all day. Oh, oh I, know, love cra- I love cracking wise. Nothing yeah. I they love say, more than a little Marol, wise Marol, He looks terrible. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> My yeah, <favorites>.
3: exactly.
1: <laughs> I mean, you know, you, you have to respect the the mafia guys, but I don't think are they good? Are they a force for good? No. But you gotta respect them. Well, they're
0: they're chaotic. Uh, what's the diff- What's the opposite of lawful? Chaotic. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, they're, they're right. just chaotic. They're chaotic. Chaotic, yeah. <laughs> yeah chaotic. They're not even chaotic neutral. They're, <laughs> they're just like, chaotic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, they're probably chaotic evil. No, that's, well, I guess. Organized chaotic cr- evil? But they're, is a, or, but they're organized. Well, they're lawful so evil. So does that make them lawful evil? Yeah, they would be mm-hmm. lawful evil. Because they, 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 they go by the laws of the family. Right, uh, right.
1: Their chaotic personalities are an expression of the repression that they experience mm-hmm. by being part of uh, this thing we have. This, this thing, thing we have. have. Yeah, yeah, this thing of ours. This thing the of ours. Yeah. yeah,
2: I was going to say, like, as an organization, it's chaotic, it's uh, it's lawful evil. As individuals, mm-hmm. a lot of them may be chaotic neutral, just kind of yeah. like a, a volatile person out for themselves, not really caring one way or the other what uh, happens.
0: Chaotic neutral is the coolest alignment.
2: It is.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, is it any one like we're psychoanalyzing the mob, is it any wonder why The Sopranos is basically about psychoanalyzing mobsters and mafia guys because it's nah, like nah, it's nah, pretty nah, interesting
0: nah. there's nothing <laughs> figurative about it he's a cool guy who does cool <laughs> things
1: he loves ducks he really loves ducks you understand? <laughs> understand
0: look moby dick is about a fish what <laughs> ship down, down is about a boat that sank or
1: rabbits <laughs> i don't remember <laughs>
0: The next time, next thing you're gonna tell me, Redwall's about Jesus, it's about a mouse.
1: (laughs) There wasn't even that weird Narnia lion in there. Don't go bringing Jesus into Redwall. Redwall is is a young adult fantasy fiction set in a feudal time that's not specified.
2: Okay, (laughs) it's fucking agnostic. Don't tell me it's got a god. There's no god in Redwall, they're fucking animals.
1: If you look at any of the references to spiritualism, you'll find they're completely secular, they're totally. (laughs)
0: It would sure be a shame if somebody uh, lit your building on fire for optioning a TV miniseries based on the Redwall Chronicles (laughs) with a bunch of woke gibberish in it.
1: Hey, hey, nice theological reading of children's literature you got there be a shame if something happened to him. <laughs>
2: <laughs> you seem very concerned about redwall today tony did something happen with redwall recently <laughs> no fucking nothing happened i'm just just—they're beautiful
3: animals
2: <laughs> <laughs> he's just crying later in his room he's like
1: i can't believe that fucking vole died man he didn't do nothing <laughs> yeah he's,
2: <just laughs> he's reading moss flower and crying and carmella is like tony what's wrong and he's like you wouldn't understand <laughs> Leave me alone.
1: <laughs> he he tries to get his son to read it, and he's like totally disinterested. He's like, Dad, I want to watch wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> There's not even any guns in this. This is boring. <laughs> These stories are real.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's better than your fucking shoot it up video game. <laughs>
1: <laughs> There's a PBS miniseries, but I wanted you to read the fucking book first and get a little culture. <laughs>
2: <laughs> These
0: kids are becoming idiots.
2: <laughs> Nobody wants to read Redwall anymore. <laughs> he tries to make Meadow read it, and she's like, Dad, I'm 16. I'm reading adult <laughs> books now.
1: Dad, I read that when I was eight. Like <laughs>
2: <laughs> They're cute, Okay. <laughs>
0: Love those books.
1: Completely Mm -hmm. breaks his heart.
0: (laughs) Yeah, why would they do, like, uh, okay, there was already Lord of the Rings movies. Why would they spend a bunch of money on a a series when the fucking Red Wall IP is right there? And you don't have to worry about people complaining that they're doing, like, race science with the characters because they're all animals.
2: Yeah. <laughs> it, <laughs> I think it, Netflix actually is making it a, a Redwall animated series. Oh god. Got oh, optioned like last uh, last summer or something. I feel like yeah, that's I'm, be I'm intrigued. No, it's, I'm interested. Uh, I'm no. it,
1: Redwall's one of those things, it's like Kirby. Like you can't make mm-hmm. it better, but you also can't ruin it. Kirby's always just gonna be Kirby. Like mm. <laughs> it just is what it is. Because Red not that fucking complicated. <laughs> yeah. Well you could you could ruin <laughs> it
0: by trying to put modern politics into it.
1: You I don't know? even think that would ruin it. I think it, if you, it would just it come should be off HBO. Like old G- yeah, HBO Redwall. they just like <laughs> the furries would be very enthusiastic. <laughs> oh, <God. Yeah. laughs>
0: no, I'm talking about for like yeah. the gore and violence. Sure.
2: Oh, yeah. yeah. Can you imagine Redwall with
0: Game of Thrones' budget?
2: Uh, yeah. I, but then would it be like CGI animals or just like? 2D like cell animation? Like how how do you animate?
0: I think I think it would have it to, has be to be cell. CGI, yeah. No, mm-hmm. it has to be cell it
1: has no. to be cell
2: animation. It must be. <laughs> the CGI would look like that new Lion King movie where they're like all photorealistic and so none of their faces have any expression and you're supposed to like read simba's but there, there have lion been phase. good
0: there have been good cgi movies like
1: avatar so
2: few so few oh my oh, gosh! Sure. <laughs> that's the thing though if they did
1: Redwall, okay so you found the thing that would ruin Redwall. this is mm-hmm. it cgi because you know that she's gonna look like <laughs> code lyoko you remember that show you've mm. ever, g- google code lyoko right now and oh tell boy. me it's not is the this worst 3d animation my, you've ever uh, seen. is this gonna
0: Go. ruin my
2: search history
1: yeah but not in a bad way just in a normal way
2: Oh, I see. This, like three D one. Yeah, yeah. That's, That's what kind of it's like gonna look like.
0: Yeah, this is the
1: worst no.
2: animated show I've ever seen in my no,
0: life. No, not if the budget were high. Like if there was like a like a crazy budget. Um, I'm trying so, to think. I, I I what would have there been any good like CGI adaptations of
2: existing IP.
1: No, why would that exist? Oh, I don't know.
2: <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to think. I mean, because there's like interesting, like, I don't know. Moana looked pretty cool, like the Disney animated CG 3D movies well, that are like super high budget. But for like yeah. a whole series, it's going to be, they're going to have to cut corners because it's just so expensive and time consuming to make good animation. Yeah, that's the and thing if about Disney. Disney is when they did
0: it, it would become like uh, a total cash grab. They would be selling so many like toys and shit like that. Yeah, Disney's Red Wall get a get a free. Uh, do they still do Happy Meal toys?
1: I don't even know what the tie-ins are. No, the anymore. Happy Meal
0: toys are for adults now because all of the <laughs> all of the children who liked Happy Meals are now uh, in their thirties. Yeah, mm-hmm. kids
1: today are like, I don't want a Happy Meal toy. I want a loot crate.
2: i <laughs> <want> Fortnite. <laughs> Give me Fortnite. I want to gamble with my favorite streamer. (laughs) (laughs) XQC won like 10 grand in this crypto casino. I can't lose. Yeah. Kids these days don't
0: want a happy meal. They want a jewel.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I just saw like a headline that was uh, there's like they're they're doing adult happy meal toys and uh, they're being resold for thousands of dollars. Does that have something
0: to do with Travis Scott?
1: Wait, adult I mean, happy meal toys like they're for adults, or adult happy meal toys like they're for adults?
2: <laughs> like they're <laughs> for just they're for, you know, old people who are old. Oh yeah, like Cactus Plant Flea Market, which is this like streetwear brand that has done like Nike shoe collabs. Mm. They did okay. some kind of little like cactus buddy plastic figurine. The article says they're listed on eBay for as much as three hundred grand. Does, Jesus. It, does it dance and
1: sing a Polish rap song? Because that's what <laughs> I want.
2: <laughs> no, it's not even that cool. It's just like a little—I don't know—a little plastic guy. So it's not eyes. adult.
1: It doesn't sing. What I don't, I don't really don't understand the thing because is that have we just descended so far into like collectible culture? I that remember like people are releasing brand new things and they're like, "This is worth three hundred thousand dollars now," and it's like it's not even a day old. <laughs> I, <Yeah. laughs> I remember the
0: last enticing, like uh fast food toy that I got was when the Lord of the Rings movies were coming out. I think it was McDonald's did like actual glass mugs. Oh, of, nice. oh cool. I had one of Gandalf I love a and then uh, I had that for years and that was like my, I'm making a fucked up alcoholic beverage cup. And then in true fashion, uh, I broke it while completely shit-faced from an alcoholic beverage that I was drinking from the cup.
1: From Mm -hmm. the Gandalf cup. Yeah, Yeah, well, the the Gandalf cup giveth, the Gandalf (laughs) cup taketh away.
2: away. I think that's what Gandalf would have wanted you to do though, is make some kind of fucked up beverage in it. Mm -hmm. Yeah,
1: after it broke you were like, well, it didn't die fighting a Balrog, but it served honorably. <laughs> like- <laughs> no, I do. I do
0: kind of imagine Gandalf as being like the that one friend that shows up with like a day notice and is like, "Yo, can I crash on your couch for a few days?" By the way, we have to go. Like, by the way, now you 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 have accepted my uh, ask for a favor for you to accompany me to uh, the impound lot to get my impounded 2007 impala
1: yeah and can we stop on the at the circle k on the way first because i could totally go for a donut or like a a hot dog or something yeah also
0: we're gonna have to stop at the dispensary also i don't have my wallet
1: yeah also (laughs) oh and my grandma's house is on the way we gotta move her couch today we could do it before (laughs) or after it's totally up to you Hi, so basically what you're telling me is Gandalf is a hot couch guy. Hot yeah. couch Gandalf. That's what we've yeah. created here. <laughs>
2: yeah. I was going to say, it's, it, I, he probably would go to the dispensary first. He would have forgotten his wallet. He would get high <laughs> and he'd be like, oh yeah, I want a snack. And then he, he jogs out of the Circle K and he's been shot. He's shoplifted like dozens of treats under his robe. And he's like, they don't suspect an old man. And there's like a security guard half-heartedly walking after him. But he's like, whatever. What am I going to do? tackle an old guy it's fine <laughs> he,
0: he well, it's has like, uh the, he when, has the hobbits light the entire like gas station fireworks display on fire just as a distraction so he can make <laughs> off with a couple like black and milds yeah. yeah
1: well it's not too big of a stretch like like in the books when he gets back to the shire like the first thing he asks uh bilbo if i'm not mistaken is hey you still got any of that good leaf <laughs> <You
0: know? laughs> King shit
1: And like Tolkien was pretty explicit That this was just very nice tobacco But even still I imagine him being like You got those fucking Cubans man
3: <laughs> Like <laughs> <laughs> me
1: one of those <laughs> Gandalf
2: like packing We're chiefing it. tonight right at the yeah. party Come on let's do it
0: Gandalf packing Stogans? a lip of the good leaf And seeing into another fucking dimension <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm smoking that shit that killed a Balrog <laughs> <laughs>
0: Well, yeah, no, no. Uh, Gandalf the White is—he come—he—he come, he, he quits weed. He comes back, uh, and he's really into cocaine. That's why it's Gandalf <laughs> the White.
1: <laughs> well, uh, my problem with cocaine is it just doesn't last very long. It's, it's like a thirty-minute drug, and it's like if I'm going to do a thirty-minute drug, give me a psychedelic, give me some DMT. Mm. Um, but speaking of give things that Sylvia. last for thirty minutes, Liz Truss's Prime Minister. <laughs>
2: <laughs> owned. <laughs> Oh, and um, I, did, I didn't think this would really—not that I follow UK politics super closely—but like I figured they would have some way of like dragging this out. But no, mm-hmm. she just is fucking owned. I, really I, uh,
0: gone, I've yeah. seen every episode of Game of Thrones, and I'm watching the new series of The Dragon. So you could say that yes, I do follow UK politics pretty closely because <laughs> <laughs> those—that's—that's that's what that's about, right? Prime Minister Damon
1: <laughs> Targaryen, I salute <laughs> you. <laughs> uh, but no, yes, yeah, so she she quit her post as Britain's prime minister just 45 days into the job. There have been a ton of jokes like how the the what the um, Downing Street cat has now seen four prime ministers and is only 15 mm-hmm. years old or like there was a piece of lettuce that mm-hmm. had a the timer lettuce. next to it that outlasted yeah, yeah. Liz Truss's prime ministership. But the thing that I think is getting overlooked and that is pointed out uh, in this CNN article is that uh Despite the fact that she was only 45 days into the job, she Mm -hmm. is now going to be able to claim expenses of up to £115,000 a year for the rest of her
0: life. Yo, respect the bag, all right? Get the bag, (laughs) fucking respect.
1: I mean, so yeah, my new plan to retire is to become UK Prime Minister for about an hour.
2: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah this is the, the it's not perfect solution but just get every single person in the uk you know starting with the poorest you know take a, take homeless people just like march them through mm-hmm. the office the prime minister for an hour they sign some shit they take some pictures boom you got a you got an allowance just get everyone on that and then you'll uh you'll be solving some problems that's that's, right. uh, that's my new
1: socialist party of uk platform sorry if that's name's already taken guys but i'm <laughs> taking it now uh yeah. social the new socialist party, the nsp UK, NSP-UK uh Spuck <laughs> is going to be promising that every citizen of the country will get to be Prime Minister for 15 minutes and sit on Santa's lap. <laughs> and that will solve it. That, that's the UBI portion of the yeah. socialism that we're doing. And look, <laughs> there's,
2: there's duties you have to perform. Once you've gotten to sit on Santa's lap and become Prime Minister, you've got to mm-hmm. play the role of Santa at some point. You've got to yeah. like help other people figure out the way to become Prime Minister. So it's, it's sort of like... Once you've gotten your bag, you got to help other people, too.
1: Yeah. And you do, you do it as soon as you're 18. It's like, I don't know when you get your driver's yeah. license over there, but I guess at the same time you get your driver's license, you go and you do your prime ministership. It's the same as, like, a compulsory military service. Uh, and it also comes with a 115,000-pound pension for the rest of your life. hmm <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, so, uh, I mean, I haven't really been following that closely, and I don't really have a lot to say about it, except that, like, 45 days, like, how does politics even fucking work over there that's even possible?
2: I know. It seems so, so fucked up. My favorite fun fact, even better than the lettuce, is that uh, she's the first prime minister to not have an episode of Doctor Who air (laughs) during her reign. Oh, (laughs) my God. And it's, like, the first time since the show started in the 60s or whatever. Everyone has had at least one episode of Doctor Who air. The, the Like, the
0: UK is just, like, they're, they're always just looking for ways to make them seem, like, more dorky. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, it's it's truly ironic that Liz Truss uh, never had an episode of Doctor Who air during her prime ministership, because she will surely be known in just a few years as Prime Minister Who? <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh! Get her hey, ass! Oh. Fucking
1: got her ass. <laughs> Destroyed. Uh <laughs> Yeah, so uh, as long as we're talking about completely destroyed, let's talk about something that, uh, well, actually almost no damage was done to. So did we talk mm-hmm. about the Van Gogh yet that these um, Extinction Rebellion-looking-ass kids threw a tomato soup on?
2: I think we didn't get to it last episode, no. But yeah, it was so destroyed they had to wash it off with a sponge and then it was fine because they had glass <laughs> on it.
0: Oh, and yeah, also... is this that uh, environmentalist action group that's basically funded by billionaires?
2: It's well, funded by
1: like an oil heiress, I think. Well, that's the thing is, okay, so I I, I smelled Extinction Rebellion mm-hmm. right away, which is what you guys are talking about, if I'm not mistaken. But stop, Just Stop Oil is this other group that mysteriously has the same kind of people in it and uses all the same tactics as mm-hmm. Extinction Rebellion. And so I think the formation of this group might be a response to the fact that people are slowly figuring out that Extinction Rebellion is
0: almost certainly an op. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's more it's sure. more degrowth shit. Actually, I, I I gotta I gotta find a source on this, but um just just stop oil. There was something really funny about the people who are funding it. Um
1: oh, is it this group in particular? See, I'm sounding off like I know things.
0: <laughs>
1: I'm like learning on the spot.
0: Oh, yeah. So Getty Oil Fortune Heiress. Um it was something like uh I think it was something like they had like waterfront property that was going to be underwater. And that was the, like these billionaires did. And that was the reason they were like funding climate protests.
2: (laughs) (laughs) That's what made them realize they're like, wait a minute. It was something that stupid.
0: I forget what exactly it was, but it was basically that.
2: That's a lie. (laughs) I
1: got to tell you, they could tell you that, that that's why they're doing it. That's a lie. They know that that won't work. They have enough money to know that that won't work. So what they're basically doing is they are fronting their own resistance groups in an attempt to make sure that nobody who cares about this shit actually finds other people who might want to do something real about it. It's the same as like when companies form company controlled unions that are run mm-hmm. by like people mm-hmm. who are loyal to management in an attempt to back off independent rank and file unions that might be forming at the same time.
0: Yeah, but mm-hmm. it's also, uh, it's also a, a pro degrowth thing. And as we know, and have talked about on the show before, like degrowth And, like, Malthusianism is being pushed by the elites on well-meaning progressives to get them to submit to things that are just designed to make the quality of life and, like, life itself for the working class shittier and shittier.
1: Well, yeah, because it's always, like, every time there's a new buzzword, especially one like degrowth, you got to ask, like, for who? E growth mm-hmm. for who? Is yeah, it their their the wealth is
0: going masses? to keep growing. Because
3: I'd if love you to work de- for I'd...
0: a living. If you're not a billionaire, your life is going to become more and more miserable on purpose. Because you know,
1: I'd love to de grow Jeff Bezos's head right off his shoulders. Um,
0: <laughs> but I don't think they've
2: invented a seed for that yet. So <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And John, John, I think your point about like this this smelling like a a a union that the company starts like Mm -hmm. really rings true to me because i was thinking about this whole protest earlier and like thinking about the whole underlying logic of it which is that like if you do something that creates a spectacle that is unrelated to your cause but you just are sort of like brand yourself as like this is why i'm doing this so i'll get attention to it Mm -hmm. it just smacks of like cynical like evil marketing brain where people are like look No such thing as bad publicity. All news is good news. If people are talking about you, then it means, they're you know, even if they're like, Coke sucks, next week Mm -hmm. they'll be like, eh, maybe I want to buy a Coke. But like, I don't think that really works for political movements or for, you know, things that are trying to improve the world. Like, you can't just go like, take a shit in the middle of the street and be like, that's to end racism. What do you think? (laughs) Support it?
1: (laughs) Well, yeah, I mean, you're absolutely right. And it's also like, to attack a painting like i know that art fine art and the ownership of it is a symbol of grand wealth but at the same time i can't help but feel like this is kind of demographically selected to get like college art departments furious with each other where it's like you need to respect the painting you need to respect the environment (laughs) and like (laughs) you know
0: yeah i don't care about some painting that some uh dusty old billionaire owns like let me know when they throw digital paint cans at a bored ape. Yeah. I mean,
3: here's, here's <laughs> the thing I'll too, really
0: like, get mad. The sanctity of <laughs> this trust stuff, me, like, I will. I
1: appreciate yeah. artistic heritage of the world and everything. But if Van Gogh were alive today, he would throw tomato soup on that painting himself for one beer. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Let's I mean, be that, real.
2: yeah, I guess that, that is like, so I hadn't even thought about that irony that it's like, this was just like a lonely guy who was like getting by on checks from his brother and painting and nobody cared. That's and then the now dream. it's like hanging up in a fucking museum and people are like screaming and shitting themselves about the destruction <laughs> of culture. He'd be like, I can just paint another one. It's it's fine. Someone can paint one.
1: Well, Van Gogh, I mean, like, I don't know. He was an incredibly tortured man. He yeah. was absolutely not living the dream. But I do feel like you have mail. to hand it to him. He
0: was on his grind. <laughs> <sweat>. <laughs>
1: I feel like if Van Gogh was one of those guys where if you asked him like Mondays, am I right? He'd just punch you in the mouth.
3: <laughs> he doesn't have
1: time for that. <laughs> and I feel don't like even he's...
0: talk to me until I've eaten my own ear.
1: <laughs> I feel like if he saw these people uh, throwing soup on his painting, he would also punch them, not because they ruined the painting, but just because he likes hitting people. <laughs> is
0: yeah, is Van Gogh the guy who cut off his ear, or is that Monet?
1: No, Van, no, that's, that's Van Gogh. Van Gogh. Okay,
0: I, I don't. I actually, I gotta Google difference between Van Gogh and Monet because I'm just imagining the same paintings. Monet,
1: Monet is the one who more, painted a lot of ballerinas, right?
2: That might have been Manet. Monet might have. Manet. Been, Monet is the water lilies, like the impressionists, especially as he got later in life. Oh, okay. It's very like okay. So they like were both looking. impressionists.
0: Actually, mm-hmm. their shit looks exactly the same. How do we know these are not all just the same guy under a right. pseudonym? Well, no, Van Gogh is a
1: Dutch name.
0: But he was living in France, so Van Gogh died in 1890.: It's so weird that we're Monet talking about Van died Gogh died now 1926.:
1: I'm so ashamed to embarrass this. I literally know all of this stuff about Van Gogh because I watched a fucking episode of Doctor. Who.: they Oh
0: are, yeah. They were contemporaries. Stupid as hell.: <laughs> uh,
2: <laughs> Yeah, but I feel like this proves the point, like the fact that we're talking about Van Gogh now and not like. Well, those girls glued themselves to the wall, so that's uh Did you guys see something... the thing where mm-hmm. uh,
0: some some guys in probably the same like fake climate protest group or mm-hmm. or a similarly fake climate protest group, they glued themselves to like a roadway and a cop comes along and like pulls their hand off the roadway and the first person he pulls is like this woman who's like, "Ow, that hurt." Mm-hmm. And then the second guy he pulls the guy's hand that's super glued off the roadway and he's like, Oh ah! <laughs> like he's dying, and he's clutching his hand like rolling on the ground.
2: Hey, I did not you, see that that sounds uh sounds awesome no respect to fake uh ecological groups, but Big respect
1: to anybody who causes a major problem for a police officer.
0: Love
2: that.
1: Mm. (laughs) (laughs) Love that for
2: him. (laughs) Yeah,
3: the the problem
0: is is they're like uh, they're sitting there blocking the roadway, and then in a in a not the same video, but the same type of protest. Like this guy confronts them, and he's like, "Dude, I am fucking. I'm trying to work. This is my job. I gotta. I gotta fucking drive this truck. Like you're prevent. I'm gonna get fucking fired from my job. It's like, yeah, that that's really fucking." uh that's going to really fucking make people you know come over to your cause is to make life worse for working people because in the end your cause degrowth is going to make life worse for working people like we well, can we can live in a world that you know is not like climate austerity and still be good to each other and good to the earth it's just it's a it's a conscious choice to want to do that by immiserating billions of people
1: well it's also just like so attention seeking like they are they're always getting in working people's way because one they're afraid to do anything to the actually powerful people but two Mm -hmm. because like they want attention and Mm -hmm. there's not enough powerful people to get attention from them so they have to get attention from us all of the normal ass working stiffs and that's why they're always doing these demonstrations in places like the subway. Places like the fucking library and mm-hmm. big town centers and, 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 and uh, like market areas and stuff. And they're never doing it outside of mansions where it might actually be appropriate to glue yourself to a building. Like, if you want to go glue yourself to uh, Nancy Pelosi or Mitch McConnell's fucking house and and be like, hey, I don't think our politicians should be this fucking wealthy, by all means, go do it. I don't think it'll do all that much, but at least you'll be kind of going in the right direction a little bit. This <laughs> shit where you're just like going on the subway and you're like, nobody's getting to work today because I saw a dolphin and it changed my life. It's like, fuck <laughs> you, man. I could see a dolphin, too. I care about the earth, too. I have to punch in. Okay, if I don't, I might be <laughs> fired. <laughs>
2: <laughs> that is a good point because it's not like they're even, you know, just like gluing yourself to a thing. You get what, like destruction of property or trespassing or something. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, just go like, you wouldn't, even, you wouldn't even technically have to like be on her property. What if you just like go to Nancy Pelosi's house and a bunch of people are like glued to the driveway so she can't drive out and then they have to unglue you or whatever. Yeah, it's like you're not going to get more in trouble than you would like gluing yourself to a painting. And then at least, like, someone's involved who's not just, like, an underpaid security guard at a museum.
0: Right. You guys hear what has just happened uh, a couple hours ago? Justin Trudeau tweeted, Update, people can no longer buy, sell, or transfer handguns within Canada, and they cannot bring newly acquired handguns into the country.
1: I did not see that. Are they going to take away the Mounties guns?
0: I did not see that either, because that's, that's Nazi shit. Yeah, they're, they're literally like they're taking away the guns so they can fucking authoritarianly clamp down on you with their it's literally authoritarian liberalism. It's it's yeah. their, their liberal Nazis.
1: Well, look, mm-hmm. I have no love for Britain, but at least their cops don't have guns. If you're going to have strict gun control, you better not be giving guns to the fucking law enforcement officers. It better yeah. be. Nobody has them. Well, and I know Canada's like the... not going to do that shit because they're too close to the United States and their cops are friends with our cops.
0: But. So the point of all of this, uh, this extinction rebellion and the trucker convoys like think of a grassroots political movement that isn't that you, you yourself don't view as insane extremists that are astroturfed by billionaires doesn't exist. Literally doesn't exist because they they all either are or have been painted that way.
1: Well, and if you get big enough, they'll show up. Yes. Communist Party USA didn't start out as a government, as a U.S. government organized (laughs) organization. But given enough time, like the feds are going to take an interest in you if you start doing enough shit.
3: I'm sure there's some federal
1: agent who's showing up to foods not bombs meetings every week and is like, oh my God, what am I doing here? They just give people soup.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, That's so funny to imagine some agent like trying to elbow a Wook at a fucking food not bombs meeting and he's like, This is pretty cool. But you know, I bet with a little with the same stuff we have, this the kitchen supplies, we could like make a bomb and like blow up a bank or something, and they'd be like, like through like the most stoned guy you've ever seen is like, nah, nah, dude. I think we should just make the make the vegan, the doing, vegan muffins. Uh, yeah. doing refer- don't without.
1: make me don't make me tap the banner and it just says food not bar.
3: <laughs> Do, Doing
0: <laughs> uh, doctors if we're doing food and bombs what about doctors without borders but it's doctors with borders and it's doctors who want to bring back the retail store borders
2: <laughs> hey i like borders borders was a chill place
1: i always thought borders sold books i don't think i ever actually went in one they yeah, had uh,
0: okay. DVDs. Mm-hmm. I got a lot of manga multimedia. as a kid at Borders. Mm-hmm.
1: Whatever happened to ye old multimedia store? CDs, that's our generation. Yeah. That's that's the millennial equivalent of. Uh, the, the like general store in a small mm-hmm. town that our grandparents used to remember where it's yeah. like you can show up and you can buy a DVD copy of Rat Race, a PlayStation <laughs> 1 disc for Worms Armageddon <laughs> and a Weird Al CD all in the same place and a box of fucking Junior Mints. Never forget <laughs> the Junior Mints. <laughs>
2: yeah, and then meanwhile, you're like Zoomer friend. It's like, you know, you could just download all that and then you could go to the corner store and buy Junior Mints and you're like, yeah, but it was different. It was cool because then you had the movie forever. It yeah. wasn't ephemeral.
1: Look, I want to pay 22 bucks and walk through a blue and yellow environment like I did when I was a teenager. <laughs>
0: <laughs> or blue and orange.
1: Or green and uh, brown in the case of family video. Oh, Everybody's classic. discount favorite. Yeah. You Love ever drive that. by a family video and it just says retail space for sale? <laughs> oh, God.
0: That's oh, man. That is sadder than every murdered police officer. <laughs>
1: there's, there's one here in Allegan, in, in Allegan, Michigan, that has been converted into a CBD store. And I got to say, respect okay, that. all right, all right. Nice yeah, I like that. nice.
2: yeah, just take the CBD and then watch a, uh, like, shitty VHS rip of a movie from the 80s. You'll kind of feel like you're still a kid. <laughs> Sitting well, speaking there, like, of the barely store. stoned off
1: CBD, like, <laughs> Paul Blart, you're the funniest. <laughs> <Yeah>.
2: <laughs> speaking of the CBD
0: store... We have to go to That's the right. CBD store. That's so right. we will catch you next time. Let me I get,
1: might get some delta eight. Of, Who knows? <laughs> yeah, we'll Let me see. get two packs of Weed Star gummies. And uh, are you hearing this about delta cum? eight
0: being poisonous if you take too much? I'm talking like insane amounts. I thought like I THC couldn't kill you. Like even if you would just like dove into a vat of THC, but apparently delta eight can. I don't know. It could be like media fear mongering. Well,
1: I'm, I'm going to go conduct some research and eat um, 100,000 <laughs> milligrams of Delta 8. Tonight. Fuck yeah, dude. And, <laughs> go for uh, it. Yeah, tell us what happened. I will tell what you happens. what happens. I have to work in the morning, so uh, we'll, fu-
2: we'll really oh, find out. Oh, good fucking while yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just take it now and go to bed early. That's the some move. cool dreams.
1: All right. Well, signing off while I eat my 100K Delta 8 <laughs> cookie. Uh, mm. Thank you so much for listening to Beef Beef Lettuce. This has been your free episode. Uh, you can listen to my other show, Work Stoppage. You can listen to Bryn's other show, Generation Loss, and you can check out... Todd's store, Doomer.shop.
0: On the Doomer uh, shop. Doomer Beep shop. On, follow, y'all. Do it. Follow
1: us on Twitter. Beep on. We love you.
0: Goodbye.
3: Thank you.